Well, hello and welcome to SingPod, episode number two. I'm your host, Alan Kelly, and I just want to say a big thank you to everyone that downloaded or streamed our pilot episode, and another thank you to everyone that has engaged with SingPod on social media. SingPod is now available at singpod.ie, where you can stream it using the player on the homepage. If you have an Apple device, you can subscribe using the podcast app on your iPhone or iPad. Just search for SingPod. Or if you're a Spotify user, SingPod is also available there. Again, just search for us. You'll find us on Facebook and on Twitter. And you can email us, singpodireland at gmail.com. Keep listening to find out how you can have your choir featured on SingPod. That's coming up in our community choir section later on. And in our first interview, I chat to Kieran Kelly, who's the artistic director with the Irish International A Cappella Festival, one of many singing festivals, unfortunately, that have succumbed to the current coronavirus pandemic. We'll be hearing more about that in a few minutes. But our first musical number today comes from the Mornington Singers, who are based in Dublin. This arrangement of Loch Lomond by Jonathan Quake has become a staple for many choirs over the past 15 years or so. The piece opens with a tenor solo before being joined in four-part male voice harmony for the first verse. The second verse is sung by female voices in four parts before the choir comes together for a lively and rhythmically addictive final section. From their 2010 album Water Night, here's Loch Lomond, conducted by Orla Flanagan.
You're listening to Sing Pod with me, Alan Kelly. One of the rising styles of group singing, especially with younger people, is a cappella singing. On the international stage, groups like Pentatonix, The Swingles and Straight No Chaser have all helped to grow the genre and inspire groups to form and explore that wonderful world of a cappella singing. Here in Ireland in recent years, we've witnessed a significant rise in a cappella groups, so much so that the Irish International A Cappella Festival was formed a few years ago and has attracted some big-name groups from home and abroad to perform in Dublin each June. Joining me now to talk about the festival and indeed his own personal journey in the world of ensemble singing is the artistic director of the festival, Kieran Kelly. How are you? Good, Alan. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No problem at all, Kieran. The Irish International A Cappella Festival, for those uh, listeners who don't know what that is, can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the title is relatively self-explanatory, but it's um, it's a festival that happens in Dublin uh, every year, a three-day festival uh, featuring uh, vocal groups from Ireland and abroad. Uh, last year, we extended our competition. We have a, an Axel competition as part of the festival mm. to include groups from all over the world, really. We had groups come from America and throughout Europe. And this year, we had groups that were actually coming from as far as Russia and Africa. So we have we have headline acts. We've had, um, we've had Apollo 5 from London, um, Apex Singers from Manchester. We've had the Swingles over a number of years ago as well to headline. So essentially, it's three days of really fun vocal music that takes place in Dublin every year, except for this year, sadly. Unfortunately, yes. Um, yourself, I mean, whereabouts uh, are you from and how, how did you get into a cappella music? Uh, I'm, well, I'm from Derry and my, my, my musical training began through singing and through vocal music uh, in the St. Eugene's Cathedral in Derry. I kind of joined that the boys choir there at the age of five or six and just sort of kept on singing. I studied at the Royal Irish Academy of Music in Dublin. Uh, I studied as a tenor there and sort of, you know, did operas and, and, and went through that course that lots of young singers did. But I suppose mm. my my passion always lay in ensemble singing. I sang with the likes of Chamber Choir Ireland and Reservegam and the Nuna, of course. I did a little bit of singing with them. Mm. But I suppose it was really when I joined a barbershop quartet uh, called Four in a Bar that it really, it really captured my imagination, what's possible with small ensemble singing and sort of one-two part singing. And then particularly, especially when I moved to London, then in 2015, to sing with Apollo 5 as part of the Voxy yeah. Foundation and sort of found it on a, on a professional level, a whole new kind of world opened up. So I suppose different experiences have contributed to my my passion for it. And I suppose then you, you, you came back from from London and uh, the group Ardu was born. How how did that group come about and, and what's Ardu's role in, in getting the festival up and running? Yeah, I mean, Ardu actually formed just before I moved to London. Okay. I, when I, when I, my time in the Barbershop Quartet came to an end, I, I wanted to sort of use that idea of close harmony, but extend the possible, the repertoire that was possible. So we formed a five voice that grew into a six voice a cappella vocal ensemble with with SATB voices, um, and it's gone from strength to strength. You know, we've 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 done we've toured Europe, we've performed on television and radio, we've performed for the Taoiseach, we've done lots and lots of things mm. with Ardu, which is great. And I suppose being relatively unique in Ireland, there's as far as we're aware, there's 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 none, uh, maybe a few groups like us, but we were like-minded singers, and we just felt like we wanted to. Um, expose audiences to the kind of music that we sing but also invite international artists to Ireland because there's not too much of an opportunity 
for Irish audiences to mm. see the likes of the Swingles or the Real Group or things like that. It's certainly something that's growing, and choral festivals in Ireland are are increasingly inviting um, you know these contemporary a cappella groups to perform here. Um, but it was certainly our remit to do that, but also finally kind of allow Irish ensembles, new and existing ones, a chance to perform on a big stage and to uh, sing for internationally recognised adjudicators and things like that. Yeah. And how much of an influence or how, how influenced have you been by other festivals, either internationally or here in Ireland, in, in you know, get, setting the uh, Irish International Acapella Festival up? What, where were your influences in that regard? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have, I, for years and years throughout my life, I've travelled to the Cork International Choral Festival and more recently the Derry International Choir mm. Festival. Um, so seeing how they operate and seeing what they do um, has, you know, definitely helped me, definitely helped me form a structure for the festival. But having said that, I think that we were very individual in how we we, we made it happen. Um, we didn't really sort of have a template. We were a little bit more, um, I suppose, uh, we, we just went on instinct on mm. what we felt we would like if we were travelling to an acapella festival, what we would expect to see. Now, recently we've travelled to Austria to the Vocal Total in Graz mm. as an international festival, and they have an amazing sort of four or five day event there, and it has definitely um, influenced our thought process and our planning process for future festivals mm. with regards to um, the flexibility that having so many smaller vocal ensembles allows to, you know, allows to create sort of content around that weekend. But mm. certainly um, the, the established festivals here in Ireland did and sort of will continue to definitely have a, a an impact on what we do the festival itself you know i felt you know it's something new it's something very different for ireland and uh you, you know, I have to say a huge amount of respect for anyone who can go out and create a festival themselves and, and really, you know, get the thing up and running. What were the challenges that you, you faced in, in getting the festival established and, and I suppose marketing it and branding it uh, to attract people to come to it? Amazingly, I'm not going to say that it was easy, but amazingly, we had immediate support from audience members. We had, we had immediate support from singers in Ireland, our first festival, more or less, sold out. You know, we, we had to sell 500, 600 tickets for, for one weekend. And if we didn't, we probably would have been in serious uh, financial problems. Mm. But we did. Um, so we were delighted that from, from, from the offset, um, whatever it was that we had created captured the imagination. I think, uh, you know, the thought of, a, of an a cappella festival has a slightly different connotation from a choral festival. So mm. you're attracting a slightly different, maybe a slightly younger audience or you know an audience that was influenced in, in different ways mm. of course financially um we 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 that's always that every small business is difficult there every every festival is difficulty mm. uh, but we were supported very we've always been supported very well by dublin city council mm. um and mm. also um we've we've made good partnerships with other educational organizations like the music generation and the royal irish academy of music mm. but we're blessed that we've got very very small but very, very committed, hard-working and diligent team that would really do anything for the festival, you know. Mm. Um, so we kind of have the mindset that if we want something to happen, we'll, we'll just, by hook of our hook, we'll, you know, we'll find a way to make it happen. So I think that's, that's been our key uh, up until this point. So what's, what's the most pleasing part of the festival for you? I think when you see it all come together and when you see the, the, the joy on the audience faces, um, and how much they, 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 they have enjoyed the performances performances that they see. Uh, we get very, very, very 
uh, positive feedback from everything that we put on. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the, the, our main remit is to provide audiences with these experiences. So when we get that good feedback, it means a lot, you know. But last year, uh, I was particularly pleased with opening up this international competition and seeing 10, 15, 20 applications from like groups wow. that I admire, groups that I'd mm-hmm. love to perform with or, or, or direct. Um, last year, actually, the Brussels Suspensions, a collegiate group from the UK, were wow. our uh, winners. And they, I mean, they are really, really, really world class. Yeah. Uh, so seeing that there's an interest to travel to Dublin, seeing that we've created a product that um, other groups want to be a part of is a really, really satisfying thing for me. Yeah, it's a real endorsement of what you're doing. You're obviously doing it very well. What's the future like for the festival? Obviously, 2020 isn't going to happen. So uh, is it all systems go for 21? It is, absolutely. I mean, what we're going to do throughout the next uh, 8 to 12 months, once everything sort of clears up um, regarding COVID-19, is put on smaller events throughout the year. So we put on a festival-branded Christmas concert. Perhaps our international guests might come over later on in this year as well, Mm -hmm. and, you know, a a smaller event early in 2021. But for sure, um, we've already started talking about what the festival will look like for next year. We've already um, had lots of groups who were going to come this year they've already committed to come next year and i was already so excited about the lineup uh this year that i think that we're going to have a really really fab event next year it'll be it's always the third week in june so it'll be the th- third weekend sorry it'll be the third weekend in june 2021 if people want to put it in the diary well absolutely make sure you put the third weekend of june 2021 into your diary kieran kelly festival director with the irish international acapella festival thanks for joining us thanks Al. pleasure well, one of the groups Kieran Kelly has performed with over the years is the brilliant Forna Bar. Formed in 2007, the Barbershop Group has won the Irish Barbershop title many times, and their current lineup is Owen Conway on tenor, Shane Barriscale the lead, Tristan Caldwell on bass, and Paul McGough on baritone. From their debut album released in 2011, here is the traditional American folk song, Shenandoah.
Chamber Choir Ireland, formerly known as the National Chamber Choir of Ireland, are one of only a handful of professional choirs on the island. We go back some 20 years for our next piece, a setting by Irish composer Conor O'Reilly of P.A. Yezu. It's performed here by the National Chamber Choir of Ireland on their Turn of the Millennium album of the same name. Next is our regular community choir slot and in this episode we head to Belfast and the Belfast Community Gospel Choir. They're Northern Ireland's first and only multicultural gospel choir. Their dynamic performances are charged with joy, passion and energy. They take great pride in the fact that their choir family is multicultural, cross-community and inclusive and they're committed to performing music that carries the message of love, joy and peace and that promotes a positive image of Northern Ireland. Singing a song which has many Irish connections, here is the Belfast Community Gospel Choir performing You Raise Me Up from their 2016 album Strictly Gospel. When I am down and all my soul's weary, when troubles come and my heart burden be, I am still and wait here in the silence until you come and sit a while. With me, you raise me up so I can stand on my. 
If you want to have your choir featured on SingPod, send us a recording to singpodireland at gmail.com and include your contact details, including a phone number, so I can call you for a chat. Well, that brings this episode to a conclusion. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit singpod.ie for the latest episode. I've been Alan Kelly. Thanks for listening, and I'll have another SingPod very soon. Boom, bam, ba, da, ba, 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 ba.